Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In the small town of Toil, Illinois, in the year 1938, all seems well until one summer day when things straight out of the Bible start to manifest themselves in stranger and eventually terrifying ways. Join us in this biblical tale of horror ran by Joaquin with Andrew playing Bob. Slavic playing Vincent and Tillman playing Henry, who are all police officers trying to get to the bottom of things happening in their town. Chronicles of Darkness Revelations is a Chronicles of Darkness first edition one-shot story. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. So you were going to investigate the uh, incidents at the Reverend's wife, at the Reverend's mm-hmm. house. So as you pull up, you know, you know, you've heard, you know, uh, you know, Mrs. Yarda, the uh, wife of the Reverend. Their house is a very, very nice looking house, you know, typical, you know, white picket fence, nice glass windows, you know, everything looks all nice fancy but when you pull up she notices like this woman just sitting on like the steps up to her on the on the porch just like crying her eyes out okay let's see what's happening here is it the reverend's wife do we recognize her yeah yeah you know what she is yes oh, okay her. her name is uh, you just know her as mrs yurda yurda okay yurda are you okay <laughs> She's in the kitchen. Who's in the kitchen? My son. What, what happened? I I don't know. Okay, just so you have to understand, you know, right now you're hysterical. You have to calm down and tell me My what happened. My son is dead. Don't tell me to be calm. Okay, Henry. Why don't you take care of this, and I'll go take a look inside. Sure. <laughs> okay, so crazy old lady, murder here. Wow, real sensitive. <laughs> All right, so Henry, do you try to calm Mrs. Yard down, or do you try? Uh, kind of like with. Okay, I have one dot in empathy. Maybe I can actually try this. Yeah, I think give me a manipulation, I suppose, and empathy. Trying to get to calm down enough so she can, you know, talk. Okay. Okay, I so with three successes. Yeah, okay, so with that, you see she like she see her crying subsides and enough that she's just just you know, just she's still upset but she's not quite so vocal about it. Do you ask her anything, or...? Look, miss, I, I realize this is a very sad day. We're, we're looking into it. We're here for you. <laughs> Thank you. And, as, and for you, Vincent, you go into the, go to the front door, and then you walk down yeah. the hallway. For, and... for, just for, you know, context, Vincent isn't actually, doesn't believe her when she says that someone, uh, that her son is dead or something, that someone murdered him. All right. 
it's, so it's he, not like he, he, he thought she was is she was crazy not that you know otherwise okay, it's so probably be a you, bit more empathetic you will open the front door there's a, a wooden ha- you know, hallway you know nice wood flooring nice everything everything looks you know very proper everything looks clean and then you mm-hmm. walk your way into the uh walk away in deeper inside and you notice there's like a pool of like liquid coming from underneath the door and you see a pool of liquid just dark liquid what do you what do you do is a is it red or it's a, like a dark purplish almost purplish uh well let's see what's what's behind that door Okay, so you open the door, and as you look inside, you see the pool is like a looks like it's wine from a wine bottle. It clutched in the in the hands of the dead man, and you reckon and you takes a second to recognize him as Andrew. You're the son of the uh, the uh, Reverend and his wife, and he's about like he's you know him. He was like in his late twenties, actually no, early twenties, and but it's hard to recognize him now because his face is. Like he's, it looks like it's, it's he's agonized. It was death was horrible, and his mouth is covered like little veins, and like his tongue is like, like hanging out of his mouth. It's already like bloated and started to rot. Oh and, my! And you see, like his, his eyes are already like wide open and just sort of like leaking fluid outsides. Oh well, this ain't good. This ain't good at all. You know, I assume that uh, Vincent probably worked on like probably like one or two other murders or something like that happening. So I was just like, oh, I gotta call someone. All right. Uh, so actually, yeah, I'd say since, this, since you don't really see deaths quite like this, I'd say give me a. Yeah. Uh, what is, what's the what's the uh, composure? Resolve press composure would probably yes. be it. To you know, keep you cool. Yeah. Two successes. All right. So for a moment there, you real you you feel like the urge just you know panic and just rises in you for a second, and then you just snap it out. But like yeah, you this is this isn't your first time dealing with a dead body, even mm-hmm. if it is like one of the worst ones you've seen. Yeah. It's like all your years like. Yeah, that has a job to do. Yeah. So you sure. head back out. So what? Sure. First what thing, you do? first thing, uh, like Vincent will want to check if there's any obvious things that might sort of lead him somewhere important. Like, if there's any clues there, you know. There, All right. So the wine, you notice that course, he... he's clutching. Yeah. Do so. Did you check out the wine? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like, see if there's anything. Right. He'll probably like use gloves or something. Or all right. So yeah, so, let's say like sure he uh, doesn't tamper with the fingerprints. All right. So he, you like sort of like gingerly like take the bottle out of out of out of Andrew's hands, and it's a bit sticky. And you notice like there doesn't smell like wine at all. Oh well, could be dangerous. Better keep it here. Now, do you do anything like any specific? Like, do you want to check to see like what what the what the liquid inside the bottle is? Do you want to check out see what he well, died of? Like, what do you want to do? Yeah, definitely check what he died of. But you okay, know, so Vincent okay, sort of. Winston's first theory was that this wine or whatever liquid it is is poisons. All right, so give me a uh, investigate you know, intelligence, and let's say 
medicine. Uh, if you don't have that, I'll, I'll take investigation. Okay. I have investigation. I don't have medicine. So. All right. Let's see. Okay. That puts me at one success. With one success, you notice that it definitely it's definitely some kind of it's definitely like it was something he drank. You can definitely tell, like, mm-hmm. just by looking at it, like you know, looking for any punt, any like you know, wounds or anything like that. You don't see anything. You just see that odds are whatever killed them was probably the bottle. Uh, well, Oof. well, gotta gotta phone it in. Oh, oh this is bad. And so what do you do next? Do you head back yeah, outside or? Yeah, back outside towards the car, you know. I uh, I just assume that a murder is like a big thing. Yes. Such yeah, a place. And, like, so it, yes. it'd be necessary to like call it in and get some gear ready, whatever. All right. So yes, and as you head back outside, you hear Mrs. Yoda talking to uh, Henry. It's just like, <laughs> he just got back from Germany, he was off learning to learning the Bible in some place, uh, some school, and my husband was all behind it. He was such a such a bright boy. Henry's <laughs> eagerly taking notes, and he circles the word Bible. Okay, mm-hmm. and how long ago did you say uh, was it that you found him in your kitchen? I, 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 it was early this morning. He, he, uh, he, he walked in. And he'd been out all night. I didn't know where he was. I, and then he walked in in the morning. He took the bottle supposed to be for the communion wine, and he, he just poured a glass, saying something about uh, he he'd done something great. I, I, I didn't understand what he was saying. That he, he just took a big drink out of the bottle, and, and uh, then he then he just started clawing at his throat, and then. And then <laughs> I'm very sorry, Miss. <laughs> miss, I have to ask you this. Who has access to the communion wine? Uh, it should just be me, me and my husband, but but, but, I, I, but he would never. I, 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 and then you see like her eyes sort of shift and into like a bit of anger. It's like I, I, bet, it, I bet it was uh, that Sewell, Sewell woman. She did this. I, she must have done this. After all, she wasn't satisfied with corrupting him all those years ago, but now she has to go and do this. Why would she do? <laughs> what is your relationship to that to that woman? Mary Sewell. She, she, she we, we, oh, actually, you, I would say, as you live in this town, you would have heard that there was a bit of a scandal years ago with between uh, the Reverend's son and this woman, Mary Sewell, and she's known around town for being the town, uh, the town hussy. And that apparently, like she, she and uh, she and the Reverend's son had been involved a couple of years ago. And there was a big scandal about it. Okay, so I'm going to well try to politely address that. Is it about this, you know, this old story still? She's like. That would explain why why he was last night, but he must have been able to have hussies at that harlot's house. But uh, he just he just got back from uh, from Germany. Uh, but, but I don't 
what? And, and then she sees she's just like, like devolving into like this mess of like anger, uh, you know, pain, confusion, sadness. It's just it's just starting to become incoherent again. All right, Miss. We're going to look into that, uh, into the wine. Uh, it sounds to me like maybe there was uh, poison in there. I am not 100% certain that the poison was meant to affect your son. It might have been meant to affect your your husband as well, or instead. So I believe he's still in grave danger. And if it is all right with you, I would ask you to come to the police station and uh, give a description of what you have seen here today and be there for questions when the time is right for you. Uh, okay. Uh, if you want, we can take you right now. Uh, I, uh, and you see that she looks back at the direction of her, at the, at the kitchen and... I, oh. But I, I need a. Where's your husband right now, Miss? He's at the church. Uh, he's. He was wanted to get a head start on preparing. Uh, 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 I think he should be with him right now. Okay. Uh, I'll. I'll go to him. If you need me, I'll be at the church. And she just sort of like, we, you know, she gets up and you see her like keeping her eyes well down on the floor. So like go back to the house, just you hear her start rubbaging around for things. What I step to the side and try to talk to Vincent. Is okay. he on the radio right now? Probably, right. yeah. Okay. Just... So you get on the radio. Yes, D- this is Winnie. What's going on? So we checked out Mrs. Yurta's house, and well, I gotta say, it's it's bad. It's like a poisoning or something. Oh, her son, uh, Andrew. Well, looks like he drank some communivine or something. Oh my lord! Uh, it's it's it ain't pretty. I'm gonna tell you that. Oh, that's poor, poor woman. I'll um, I'll try and see about set about sending uh someone to collect the body. Or... Yeah, yeah. I think we should um pay close attention to them. This might only be an attempt to harm the husband as well. Yeah, that's that's, very, that's right. We gotta look out for the reverend too. All right. He might have been the. Yeah, last yeah. time I heard he was at the church doing his thing. Yeah. We'll go I've and check it out. I've asked the wife to uh, stick to him so that no one of the two is alone at any time. All right. Yeah. All right. So you two, So she's getting ready to join her husband at the church. What are you two going to be doing? I think we should go to the church too, honestly. Okay. How about, so you two are... Both of you like going to the church's blessed plan? What do you think, Henry? Yeah, I think we should go to the church. If they're truly after the reverend, yeah. we need to find out the motive. And and by the way, yeah, when you, when you, do, you, do you show uh, Henry the uh, poison wine? Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
as you two look at it, both of you give me another uh, uh, intelligence, uh, either academics or occult role, whichever is higher. Chance die, here we go. Please don't critically <laughs> fail. Okay, with two successes, you do actually something about this. You you might have heard something about this in the Bible. And that about poisoned wine. Yes, it, it, it's remember the the from Act One of three three of Deuteronomy thirty two thirty three. Their wine is of the poison of dragons and the cruel venom of asps. Okay, out of character, I'm not too familiar with that part. I know, just <laughs> that's all. Basically, just that's literally the whole expression. It's just that it can usually it's more of a metaphor, but here it's like. Hmm. Their wine is the poison. And asp, and you like, give it a sniff. And it's, it doesn't smell like wine at all. Like there doesn't sound like there's even trace of it in there. It sounds. It smells like it's been. Smells like something else entirely. All right, Vincent. Maybe I'm just connecting the dots. And yeah, yeah you need to tell me when I sound like a crazy person. But these are too many Bible-related coincidences for one day. Ah, uh, this is weird. Henry, this is real, real weird. Like, well, next thing you know, you know, we'll be, uh, the whole town's going to be underwater. <laughs> Maybe the half baby then arrives. Uh, uh, All right, let's go I'll, to the church. I feel like you just have to pinch me and I'll wake up or something. Murder in our town? That just ain't right. Okay. So as you two get ready to go to the church, we're going to jump back over to Andrew. And you had the got the exterminators all set out. Now you got now you promised money you're going to go check out the uh, dump and check yeah, out the man. To, uh, I'm going back to the car. Okay, yeah. Pull up the radio. Uh, Winnie, come in. Yeah, Bob. I got Otis to head down to the funeral home. Those uh Freemasons might cause a ruckus over my interference, but I'll sort it out with them if they want to come down to the station and have a word. All right, now, like you promised, you're going to go check on Sawyer? Nice That's man. That's right. Brian and I are going down the dump right now. What was that call there for again? Uh, he just said he needed to go to the doctor in town. He sounded bad. Oh, hell. Should have gone there first. What were them boys doing? What are they, what, have they not checked in with you yet? Yeah. Um, actually, then she, like, you just paused for, like, oh, yeah. Uh, turns out Reverend Son, he's dead. Sounds, sounds bad. Oh no. Well, they can handle it. But uh, I'll check in with you later. This is one hell of a day. Okay. So as you get into the car with Brian, he's, you see, as he hears like, was that right? They hired murder. The the Reverend's son. Well, she didn't say murder. Now calm down. But, 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 but how he was a reverend son. What else would he do? He wouldn't be out in the fields and well, no cheater. For the doctor to determine. Now relax, calm down. You need to have a level head. <sighs> you always say level head, level head. I'm gonna give you a level head one of these days. Oh, you cut your mouth. Now <sighs> I'm gonna start up the car and head to the dump. Okay, so yeah, this it's on the <laughs> same side of town. It's all the way in the uh, north west corner. Right, just past the handy-dandy agricultural supplies depot. A place I'm sure we have visited many times. <laughs> yes. As you're driving along <laughs> down the road, you drive by the... It's basically, basically right side by side of each other, the dump and then this handy, the handy-dandy agricultural supply warehouse. 
And as you look, you can see, drive past, you see, like, there's, like, this big picnic area right in the front of the place, and there's people having lunch. And you drive by, you see there's this big tree that you know was not there yesterday. I mean, this tree is, like, um, it's got to be, like, you know, a couple hundred years old at least. And and it's just sitting there, right in the middle of the picnic area. Like, it's been there all the whole time. As we're just kind of driving by on the way over there, I'll say to Brian, Brian! That tree always been here, son. Am I just getting old? No, I. There's not supposed to be a tree there. I know I've been there before. That I played in that area. There's nothing out there. That's that's why there's a picnic area. There's that's because it's big, empty. It. How did they get there? Hmm. Well, that is odd, isn't it? I keep going to the dump. And like, and he's like, the dirt doesn't even look. The dirt doesn't even look like anyone dug it up. That's no. weird. Maybe someone put it in a couple of weeks ago. We just haven't been out this way to look at it. Well, that's a big oh, tree yeah. to transplant, though. Quite a lot of effort. Yeah. It's probably going to die. Well, I don't really know. I was here I was here like two days ago talking about talking to some guys about uh, a little bit of rockets going on, but I wasn't there then. Something, there's something weird going on to, in, in town today, but Melton, something really weird. Hmm. I'm going to have to agree with you there. Something strange is brewing. Okay, so, and so you two are arrive at the toil dump, and it, it's basically you know it's like just bi- like a big, big mound of like this hill, like basically just a dirt pile and like trash wherever he dumps it or wherever he can burn. There's a big you know they see the incinerator machine going in the distance with a big black cloud of smoke coming out of it, and you don't see anyone outside. Okay, um. What did you say his name was again? You know the guy who works there is his name is Sawyer Harris. Sawyer, that's what it was. All right, so we'll. Uh, yeah, you know him. We'll he's been much the only garbage man in the whole town. <coughs> yeah. Uh, now, are there any buildings around? Uh, there was like a little uh, shack where he lives. The uh, the the building where the incinerator is. The garage where he keeps his truck. Okay. So pull up uh, nearby the shack and get out and uh, I'll tell Brian, I'm going to go uh, check the shack. Maybe he's inside. You go look around, see if you spot him out here, see how he's doing. I'll go uh, to the door of the uh, of the shack, kind of knock on it, call out. You know, Alex, the notes. Oh. Okay, so, yeah, I misread the notes. So, uh, the, the incinerator is not in the building. It's more like a, like just like a... Almost like a, a, a awning on it. It's just like it's you. We see the incinerator burning right across the way. Just just the shack and the, the little garage for the truck. Right. I'm going to the okay the shack. I'm going and there so just you, in case he's inside or anything. You knock on the door, and then like the tin door, nothing. And you hear like a you put your, if you put your ear to the door, you hear like a, uh, what do you do? So I can hear like a voice inside. You hear faintly that it's like a groan. I'm calling out. Soy, you in there? Ah, ah, I'm coming ow. in now. Shoot me. Okay. You you open the door and it's not locked. That's no. Cool. And oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna once you look inside. You got, I'm gonna need a uh, resolve and composure roll for him. Yeah. I have two successes. Okay, with two successes, you managed to keep your lunch in as you look and see Sawyer Harris lying on his bed in the shack. 
and it is horrifying to see. He is the whatever you know the man before he was like a old grouchy like middle aged man, but then you let's see him now. He's just like you you can't even recognize him. His whole face and body is just covered in pus and like sores and like the whole thing is it's like his whole face is just a big bloated mass and as long as arms and everything you just see him like leaking like you know pus and blood and fluids and he's just <laughs> lying there moaning hmm. so um bob is just kind of gonna he's gonna take a look around and see this you know and just ooh. oh hell son what happened to you he doesn't say anything. He just he just lying there like, ah, oh, oh, mighty. That looks that looks quite. Convenient. I'm gonna call this in. I'm gonna step out of the house. I'm not gonna. I think I'll walk in the door and look, and I'll walk right back out. Okay, and as you're walking back, you hear Brian just go, ah, oh, ah, what the hell, ah. And you look over, you see him like, r- l- l- pat, like, like rubbing at his neck, and you see like, l- it looks like like a blister, like a boil forming on his on the back of his hand, as he like, flashes, moves around. Oh, did something sting you, son? I don't know. It's uh, ah, oh, ah. you see like uh, my other, you see like his, like Flinch's other hand, like oh, ah, something, ow, ah, something's hitting, ow. I don't know what it is. Oh, what the hell's wrong with you, boy? Did you do something? Did you touch something? I, I, I don't know. Nothing's touching me. Just oh, ah. And they see him like walk back towards you, and then you see you see him like you didn't see any insects. You didn't see anything. You were just like maybe the, some of the ash from the smoke of the chimney on a, on his shoulders a little bit. And you see that's like his arms, whatever, but his hands and whatever unexposed, whatever is not covered by his uniform is like. Like there's like little boils starting to form up on him. Oh, you look bad. Why don't you get in the back seat? We're gonna have to take you to the hospital. And while we're there, I'm gonna. Well, there is a local hospital, right? Or a doctor? Uh, no, there's no hospital. But you you know there's a couple of doctors in town. Okay, there's a look. We're gonna have to take you to the doc, and uh, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get somebody to come. As you say that. As you're, as you're saying that, both of you are just suddenly just like notice that this 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 guy on the ceiling was dark, and as you look for a second, it looks like just like a big cloud right, hanging in the air. The next thing you know, it just everywhere it's just explo- explosion of flies everywhere. Like so much you can it's hard to see. It's just so many of them. Oh, okay. Um, I will try to get to the car i'm like you like cover my eyes and mouth and like you know trying not to like brushing things off of me you know that kind of like oh god uh, 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 you know not opening my mouth or anything just trying to get over to the uh car and get into it okay so i'm gonna have to say give i'm gonna have to I have two options. You can either try to make it to your car by yourself, or you can help, or you can help uh, Brian get into the car because he's not taking it well. He's like, "Oh, they're in my, oh, they're in me, oh, ah." I'm not touching him. So you're just leaving him to his fate. Okay. I didn't say I'm driving off. I'm said I'm getting him in. The, I'm getting in the car. Okay, so you're gonna just try to get in the car by yourself. I'm getting in the car. Yes. Okay, so I'd say give me a. I'd say resolve and stamina. Resolve in stamina? Yes. I did not succeed. Okay. 
So with zero successes, you you you're just trying, you're bashing your way through the flies, and then uh, you feel around for the car, and you realize like it's nowhere near. Like you're not, you're nowhere near the car. It's, you t- like you went right past it, and in the thick, in the just the sheer mess of the flies. Hmm. I can't keep looking. Okay, give me give me the roll again. I'm trying to like you know get where there'd be fewer of them. Hopefully, <laughs> uh, that's no that's not gonna work. They're, they're everywhere. Yeah, but in the car, there's not going to be everywhere unless they. Uh, not until you open the door. And just not as many as you know. Well, two successes. Okay, with two successes. Okay, so with two successes, you manage to like get your way back into the car and you shut, you get the door open and shut it, and you just still twining around at the flies has got in with you. And you look yeah, around, you notice. Not as many, right? There won't be like it's not. Yeah, no, it's not not as bad, but there's still a lot of flies in the room in the car with you. Ugh. Oh, well, at least I can see. I'm... Yeah, you can see outside the window. It's just it's almost like a, it's almost like a fog of just the black flies buzzing around. And you look and you you can see like a figure move around in the in the uh, in the in the fly fog. I'm gonna turn the uh, engine on. Okay. And then I'm gonna wait. As, as, you, as you turn on the engine, them. the figure like, like notices the sound and like makes I'm its honking. way towards you. Yeah, honking like, so it, he can it, get it, over and get in. And like it crawl, it opens the back door and crawls inside, letting another wave of just bugs inside, and you just start flailing around at them. But but as soon as he closes it, what do you do? Okay, so imagine this is going to be difficult because flies, right? But yes. I'm going to try and drive away. <laughs> okay, so I'd say what would that be? Uh, I know it's drive and uh, wits, maybe. Uh, Dex. I'd say yeah, uh, wits. Wits. Yes. Holy fuck. Wow. <laughs> oh, those exploding dice. Those are Wait. amazing. Five successes. Okay, so at five, you you expertly <laughs> in this, like, okay, we're getting out of here. You just, like, you line yourself up and you just ru- you rev out of there. You Your whole your windscreen temporarily just, like, gets goopy with just the sheer de- amount of dead flies on it. And you just burst out of there and you head back into t- deeper into town. Do you um, want to just well, are you going to drive all the way there? What do you want to do? Like once you 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 get clear of the uh, of the flies. Yeah, when they're when I'm clear of them, I'm gonna like roll down the windows and all that stuff, trying to get them out of the car. You know. And I'd say I'd, I'd say this is a bit cheating, but I'd say like since you guys this is a great roll on this, I'd say like you manage the just the wind manages you know knock all the flies out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's disgusting. So they have wipers on cars in this time, but they're not like modern wipers with multiple speeds or anything. I think you do, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll turn on wipers for trying to clear some of the goop, you know. But it's still. I think, just I think it's just, like, just the one wiper. That's. Yeah, it's mostly still going to smear. Yes, and, but it'll and give so, you some that, It's it's see. not you can see out of it, but it's not you can't see clearly out of it. Yeah. So what what are you gonna do? Uh, going to the doctor. Okay, and as you, as you look back at, uh, I may uh, look. Bro- it, it may be a lot of crazy shit going on, but the thing is, is my my partner is uh, clearly suffering from some kind of allergic reaction. So I need to get him to uh, to the doctor immediately. And as and you let them listen, know about the, this then guy. you hear as you start driving to the Brian says, "They're in me! They're in me!" As you look and you see, like, look on the boils on his neck, on the back of his neck, you can see like little white squirming figures in the in oh, the boils. Oh God! 
Uh, no, no, I'm not looking. Okay, I'm so you just leave him to, he just thrashes in the back seat. No, he can be back there thrashing. I'm taking him to the doctor, and I'm not looking. <laughs> okay, so. With that, and then we're going to jump back. Do you call this in? I'm, no, I'm not focused enough to call this shit in right now. No, there ain't no. No. <laughs> Maybe okay. after I get him to the doctor. Okay, so. Over to um, Slavic and Tillman. Or, I mean, Vincent and Henry, that's it. Vincent and Henry. So you arrive at the church, and with with the uh, with the with the uh, Mrs. Yurda in the back, and uh, you go up to the church. You know, it's a very nice, you know, white steeple church. You know, a little little. Uh, no, there's not there's no church. There's a little church bell in the corner. Mm-hmm. It's it's the Abundant Harvest Fellowship Church. Okay. And so, do you head inside, or what do we? What do you? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so yeah. You... Well, I, I just want to, you know, take a look outside, see if there's anyone suspicious there. No, no one's no one's suspicious yeah. looking, but you do see like a couple of people start looking like as, you, as soon as you step aside, it's too, you soon see a couple like patrons who are like talking to themselves, just like in the in a, a couple, one or two people, just like that's talking quietly amongst each other, and you see the reverend all the way at the front of the uh, of the. Congregation Hall uh, at the mm-hmm. uh, pulpit, I think, or the pew. <clears throat> I forget the term it is. All right, so you see the Reverend Yurda. What do you do, Reverend? I'm going to... I'll sort of wave, wave, and you know, start ah, yes, officer. What can I help you with? Uh, well, yes, we need to talk to you, sir, uh, in private, if possible. All right, I have an office just back here. If you want to talk with me there, officer, I'd be happy to help. Mm-hmm. Very well. And so, do you, so are you either like leading the Mrs. Yorda in, or do you just leave her in the car? What do you do? Oh yeah, definitely. We'll go. Well, yeah. So are you leaving her in well, the car? Or? Uh, I think we'll take her. But, okay. But we'll leave her in front of the office. Okay. So you're just gonna you're gonna both of you gonna go in, or one's gonna one talk, or I think I'm going to stay with uh with the wife. Okay, so so dressed. you and uh, so Vincent, you and the Reverend are in the office saying, "Yeah, yes." You well, see, he's it's like a. You notice the Reverend? You're, he's like he's like from some European thing. He's like, like one generation down. He's, he's got a bit of an accent in his voice. Mm-hmm. Well, this this will be hard to take, but your son Andrew. Well, he's he's dead. He you just died. see him like what? Yes, it's your your wife found him uh, drinking what is likely to be poisoned wine. So I'm very sorry for your loss, sir. I I, I don't understand. I well, that that's why we're here. We're trying to figure out what happened. Do you have any? It's possible that the target of this murder. It's actually you, since he was drinking poisoned uh, communion wine. But but but, uh, but we already but we already have a full bottle right here in the in the office. He puts like a cabinet over the over the see, corner of the I office. Sort of, like, uh, do you mind, sir, if I take a look? Yeah. Yes. I sort of smell it. See if it smells like wine. You open. You, you It's a like it's been. It hasn't been opened yet before. So you mm-hmm. like pop open the cork and you take a sniff. It's not. It's you would you hit a sniff and I'd say 
Mm, that's, okay. It definitely it doesn't smell like what the bottle did at the uh, at the house. Okay. It smells like blood. It's just like, does this smell like blood to you, Reverend? What? And as you actually, as you open the cabinet and you gesture it to him, you look look at the at the the, the bread that was the communion bread, and you notice that it looks that it almost looks like there's veins in it and they're moving, like like pulsing with like a heartbeat. Oh, oh God! What? what I, I don't understand. What? What is this? What? What? You see, the Reverend gets up out of his chair and looks like. What in God's holy name is this? I sort of try to pour some out. Okay, you find like a little I'm bottle like and you hands. pour it out, yeah. and it, it's blood. Yeah, it's just like what? what the, something's happening the, the crosses in this town. What is this? Is blas- what is this? What is this blasphemous act? What? Something. I have to be honest with you, Reverend. I, I think something strange has happened in this town. It's all related to the Bible and to God. I have no idea what's happening. It's just like I've been with my colleague down at Clive's grocery store. It sounds silly, but he has on his shelf, whenever you take a slice of bread, a new one appears. And at first I thought, you know, this has to be some machine. So I took another and another and another. They still appeared. I, and well, you see, he's, you see, Roberts, he's he's overwhelmed by this point. He's he's not yeah. keeping it. He's, well, he's told his son has died. That yeah, like, yeah, I know. Yeah, so he he's like, a bit distracted by this point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he, so you, like, you, you give you a lot of I'm bad sorry. information on him at one time. Yeah, it's like Reverend. I just feel like, uh, uh, I know. Today seems very, very strange. Uh, I, I usually yeah. see him sit down like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Gotta lay it on him slow. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to, like, do. Uh, don't know what to do. I, I, I thought you might sort of know more. You know, maybe it's a sign or something. or. I don't know. My, my son... You, he mentions something about bringing uh, bringing God to the to this town again, but I, God I to this know. town. I don't know what I didn't know what he was talking about. I I don't understand what's going on. I sh- I shouldn't have sent him away to that school. I what's I was school? too harsh on him to that is like a clerical a divinity school in Germany. I. Oh. I, 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 when we caught him with that Mary Sewell, I, 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 I was so mad at him. But, but, but it's what, what school was this, Reverend? Um, let me check my notes. Okay, so you know that he went to this. It was a, it was some, some old school in a. Uh, in Germany, called the uh, some some von Meinhof estate. I don't really understand. I I, I I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm a bit distracted. Um. Yes, uh, I I completely understand. I sort of clap on his shoulders. It's 
It, it was it was a very it's, it's very hard to esteemed believe, and old uh, church school. It, it was yes. a divinity school. He needed. I thought that he needed to be more. So this school uh, is famous then. Yeah, it was. It, it has a very old library. A lot of old books in it. Oh, the old books. Well, we'll probably no, still have to my, go through wife your know? house. Yes, she's. she's yes, yes. You do whatever. It's just. Is my wife? Can I see my wife? Yes, please? yeah, yes, of course. Uh, you see him. You see him. Like walk, open the door to his office, and like, Henry, he sees. Please let. This is your turn. Uh, as previously mentioned, you might be in danger. So, if anything happens, you know, just go straight to the station. We will, okay. So, and uh, he almost like brushes past you and just like embraces his wife, and they just sort of like so start sobbing into each other's arms. Henry, I think we have to go see this Mary Stool. Yes, sir. And I'm going to awkwardly uh, walk out with him, and then so you just leave, you, as you two walk out, you just leave the uh, Reverend and his wife just just weep, weeping, totally in each other's arms. As the uh, a few as a couple of the patrons in the church just sort of like look over at in curiosity. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, so you're heading to the Mary Sewell's place. Yeah, can we say that I know her? I'd say yeah, I'd say that she <laughs> uh, yeah she's one of the people like everyone knows that she is just she has a reputation for being the town harlot basically. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think my character would know her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, I sort of, Henry. So apparently, the, Andrew he was uh, sent to this divinity school in Germany, some sort of von Meinhof estate. Said yeah, something about br bringing God back to this town. What does that mean? Well, you tell me. Like locusts, poison wine. Oh, do you know what I saw there? You know what? At this point, this crazy thing that's happening is basically normal. I saw communion wine turned into blood. And they offered the bread. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's that's the crazy stuff. That's. And I mean, the the, the fleshy bread then next to the communion wine. Yeah. Fleshy bread. Yeah. I, I don't like even the Bible stories from the Bible all randomly just happening. Oh. I'm getting really uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, I think we should grab a copy of the good book just in case so we have something to, you know, reference. Okay. So I guess there'd probably be one at the station. Okay. Somewhere. So you're going to head down to the station? Uh, first station, then Mary Sewell. Okay, so... We're going to jump back to Bob Melton real quick. Bob, you're driving past the handy-dandy agricultural center. And as you're driving past, you see like a bunch of people you know, out in the picnic. And as as you look and see, you notice that out of nowhere, I mean, like you're, you're looking right at the group of people and then you blink. And then they say, you know, there are two bears attacking attacking a man. Oh, shit. Yes. Uh, this is... Slam on the brakes, get out, pistol drawn. You, uh, I, will, I will say that if you want, you can also let you know just that you have like a bigger gun in, in, in your in the trunk of your car, I would say. You can you can determine where it was. It's like a shotgun or a rifle, whatever you want. Yeah, but um in a Here's, in a situation where it's like any that that second could 
those seconds matter. Like, I'm not running to the back of the car to go and get a rifle when I can just draw the pistol and fire at him from here. Okay. So, and I'll say that you're uh, about a couple hundred feet away from the bears at this point. And you're just, uh, other crap people just start running away. Oh, well, I'm going to try and pull, like, pull up closer to them, uh, like, where I would be. Okay, so you're going to have to be careful. Give me a drive check to make sure you don't hit anyone. Oh. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use willpower on this because I don't want to hit anybody. Okay. One success. Okay, so you you met, you bump a couple of people, but no one actually seriously hurts is hurt. Like you just yep. like give them, like, like you know they slide over the roof of the car and like in a jumble. Yeah. So like uh, seeing bears and it's like oh no, and they're like attacking people. I like swerve into that place and like come to a stop like closer up, and people are like jumping over the roof and all this other shit. And I get out, draw my pistol. Got dude in the back screaming and writhing around, and I'm gonna shoot at a bear. Okay. Uh, what what do you roll for that? Um, Dex firearms. Bob, cut me out here. It's Dex firearms. Dex firearms. Okay. Sure. Yeah, thank you. Yes, Dex firearms. I get uh, plus two for my revolver. All right. Okay, so with the willpower, it's three dice. One success. You hit one of the bears, and it, it, clearly it's, it's bleeding now. But it's like it just sort of it's just like looks at you now, and to, it's not really like phased by it. Right, but I'm I'm hoping that um, okay, they're bears, right? And shooting at them will oftentimes most bears will make them run. These don't. <laughs> not right now. <clears throat> Some bears might not, but at the very least, they're not going to kill. Hopefully, this man. <laughs> Oh, no, he's already dead. Oh shit! The, the, the like one of them has his like neck in its mouth. The other one has like a, one of his legs. Oh shit! <laughs> like I said, like the first the, the like you, like that you blink, and then in one second they're like, like you know they're all over this one one guy. And people are running. Yes. I shoot again. Okay. So same bear. Okay. If they start coming at me, then I'm getting in my car and trying to <laughs> going to try driving away. I'm using willpower again. Three successes. Okay, so you hit again, and you could definitely see like you hit it in the in the, one of the legs, and you definitely see it start to slow. It slow like it uh, staggers on that limb, but it, like it's still just like it. it the bear that you should be shooting lets go of its let's go of the man and starts like lumbering towards you, while the other one's just still, still chewing on his neck. Shit, I I just I don't know. He's a police officer. He's gonna shoot again. You know, it's coming at him slowly. It's not running. So until he feels like that deep primal fear to like get the fuck out, All he's right. gonna shoot again. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to help people. These other people are running. You know. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Um, I might as well spend willpower against shit. You know, it's like one of those things. Like, fuck. One success. So one success. So if only I got that. Like, I'll awesome say I'll give I'll give this to you again just because. It's going right towards you, and it's a very big target. It's like a grizzly bear size. And well, I mean, with... no, it's it's auto damage. There's no. Yeah, yeah, like I know. If I get a success. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, you've hit, shot it three times, and you definitely see like it's not, it's hurting, but it's still like just coming towards you. Okay. And it'll be um, there, and then if you if you run now, you'll be able to get back in the car before it reaches you. But otherwise, you'll well, get there in one more turn. I opened the door, stood by the door. Yes. Where it's like. And it's that it's not gonna be that fast too. If you if you could not, it'll be like next this turn you'll be either get in the car or 
shoot again, and then it'll be on you. Probably gonna get mauled to death by a bear. Um, I'm getting in the car. Uh, uh, hopefully that those few seconds I bought for people will um help. Well, yeah. So you manage to get in the car just as it like like just slams down on the root hood of the car. Um, I'm gonna just dr- start driving. Forward uh, or backwards? People are fleeing. I don't want to drive in reverse, so I'm gonna try and like pull around, like you know, forward looping back the way I come. Hopefully, well, you can try to you can try to do that. But like I said, the bear is literally like putting its weight on the front of the car. Yeah. And so, like it's as you as you draw as you I say make me make a drive check. Uh, dexterity drive check. Dex and drive. Okay. Yes. Um, fuck me. Use willpower again. How many willpower do you have left? After this, two. <laughs> Hey, look, it's a life-and-death situation. I, I, I understand. I'm just saying. You might want to say that for the, for the other life-and-death situations. I, but I ain't saying win. Five Ooh. successes. Yeah, you hit it again. And this and this time, you definitely see it's, it's start. I don't know. You're not shooting at it. <laughs> that makes up. So, yeah, with five successes, you manage to, like, maneuver the car out from underneath the bear's weight and, like, you know, just swerve all the way around it. And so now I'd say, like, you were about, like, 60, 50 feet away from both bears. Like wh- one of the bears, like it was, like the the bear you shot is like turned back towards you and is like facing you. The other bear is like let go of the of the dead man, and it's like now it's looking towards the running people. They're not coming after the car. The, like I said, the one I guess you just you managed to squeal out the the bear you shot. It looks like it's looking at you. It hasn't chased after you yet though. So the car could easily outpace them. Yes. And I'm not looking to escape them. I'm looking to distract them from people. So if the bear starts chasing after me, I don't care if it comes and jumps on the back of the hood. There's nothing it can really do to the car. Well, it'll, pretty sure it could, it'll break through the glass and get you that way. Yeah, if it comes up to the side, if I let it get that close to me, now that and it's probably, you are, hood, you're like you're not driving on like dirt. You're driving on like grass and stuff. So I have to. So I'm gonna say drive rolls, right? Yes, give me another uh, drive roll. Okay. To try and see if you can like, you know, distract it, like, like, like corral the bears using your car. Not really corralling so much as I'm just trying to uh, uh, not. I just don't want it chasing people down and eating anyone, you know? Yes. One success. Uh, so with one success, I'd say that you managed to like, keep the bear you wounded distracted, but the but the uninjured bear, it's like just like. As you're like swerving around, you like the, your your tires skid out on the grass, and you're just like you know, like your wheels are spinning for a little bit, just getting the traction, and it's it's just lumbers past your uh, little uh, corral ring, or I suppose that you're trying to like you know do around these bears. Mm. Do they like? Are the people getting away? Can I see that? Can I tell? Yeah, you definitely see like they're like they're, like a lot of people are just like they're just scattered out into the streets. And that's, but like the bear could like catch up to like one or two of them, like they're the people can run fast, but they've had time to run. But bears can run faster than people. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, I'm gonna hope that that's enough, and try and get away from the bears myself. Okay, so now you're just gonna try and escape. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll say that you could you can get away for free, and as you drive down the thing, you notice a bear like, uh, like. Bear like run up and catch, and like the uninjured bear just run up and catch, and like just leap on this one guy, and just like start tearing into him. Oh my god! <sighs> now where are you gonna go? 
You're out in the street. I'm radioing into Winifred. Okay. As I'm driving, just pulling that like little CB radio up. And like a what is it, Bob? What's going on? Winnie, 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 come in. Yes, Bob. What is it? What what is it? Oh, hell's breaking loose down here, Winnie. What what do you mean? Oh, there's bears attacking people at the uh, Andy Dandy uh, Agricultural yeah. Supply Center. At the agri- agriculture supply. I, oh I my saw God! Bears? What, what are they doing here? I don't know. There's two of them. They're they're causing all kinds of hell. We need to get the other boys down here now. Uh, call, okay. Call, call, uh, Henry make Vincent. a couple calls. We know we got some hunters around here. Get somebody. Anybody who's got a gun. We got to get these things before they hurt too many people. I already saw two dead. I injured one of them. Okay. And poor Brian, something he's he got something that some bit him or something. He's a, got some kind of allergic reaction going on. He's covered up and whoo, he's nasty right now. Okay, so as you as you say that, okay, okay, Bob, I'll, I'll see what I'll see what I can do. I'll, I'll <coughs> everyone's every, everyone else is we're kind of speaking on thin. Everyone's out doing stuff. There's people starting going crazy. There's around people the town. dying here. I know that. I don't care what they're doing. They need to get out here and help. Okay, I'll see what I can do. Okay, so and then we're gonna jump over to uh, Henry and Vincent, and you guys are driving along the bridge, and then you hear, and as you're driving down the bridge over to the police station, you you suddenly hear an explosion behind you, and you both of you look around as you see that the restaurant J and P's has been like there's like a fire or something going on inside of it, like something the, bl- the glass is blown out, the, like the, like a, like a bomb went off inside. Oh hell, Henry! We gotta check that out. Yeah, that's right. And as you do that, you hear like over the, over the radio, Winnie going, "Help! Help! We got bears attacking people. I don't know what's going. Bears! I don't know what's going on." Uh, Bob says over by the handy dandy uh, place, the bears are attacking Wait, people. We Let's gotta people. check this out. There's been an explosion at what was it called? Morgan's. The J and P's. J and P's. Oh, Jenny and Penny's. Oh, I hope they're okay. Uh, oh is something very strange is happening to, to this town. Look, uh, I'm honestly going to say, like, if you can, just gather whatever you have and get the hell out of here. Like, I, I can't do that. I, can't, I have a post. I'm not going to abandon my post. <sighs> Winnie, always call this, one, Winnie. Call but, one uh, of the hunters can, or, you know... Call some support from you know. I'm going to try to see if I can get an emergency broadcast out to the mayor in the yeah, town yeah. town hall. Something like that, emergency broadcast or someone from you know nearby towns because we need help. Something's happening here. And tell the people to stay inside and stay safe. Yeah, stay inside, stay safe, and if anything strange happening, you know, report it. Uh, okay, I, I'll I'll try, but like I said, the, the phones were ringing all day. I I, I don't know, oh, man, Lord, I don't know what's going on. Hello, folks. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts, or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded? One which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want. Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called White Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran 
with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong, and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there. High Level Games, the industry's first choice in taking your games to the next level. We are a podcast blog and new media network at highlevelgames.ca. We have blog posts about all of your favorite games going up five days a week and a podcasting network with actual plays and shows that discuss role-playing games with more rolling out all the time. We are on iTunes, Twitch, and YouTube. Find out more information at highlevelgames.ca, a site that certainly isn't controlled by a shadowy board of directors of otherworldly origin. That's highlevelgames.ca. Please, help. They're coming. The Los Angeles metropolitan area is constantly growing and changing. The Central District is full of new buildings. The Hollywood and Wilshire Districts, once far from downtown, now are part of a which spreads past Beverly Hills and out to the ocean. Why is all this going on in Los Angeles? Why is Los Angeles an exploding city? Neon Masquerade The Demon's Mirror Thirteen Candles Three Chronicles Running Through the Undead Veins of the City of Angels The Esoteric Order of Role Players Actual Play Podcast invites you to drink deeply. Go to eorpodcast.com and search the Duets tag to find out more. <laughs> 